Welcome to Season 2 of DWI's Community Podcast, hosted by the CYC. We are a movement dedicated to inspiring, mentoring, and building the leadership qualities of tomorrow's leaders. Last season, our focus was promoting inclusivity and raising awareness about organizations making a difference in our community. This season, we're focusing on individuals who are creating impact on the lives of youth. Before we introduce this episode's guest, we would first like to offer a land acknowledgement. Although this gathering is virtual, we recognize that DTBY convenes on the treaty lands of the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation and the traditional territory of many nations, including the Haudenosaunee and the Huron-Wendat peoples, also serving as home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis peoples. At the Dare to Be Youth charity, we are proud to promote the spirit of helping, sharing, and caring for our neighbors without the expectation that has been exemplified by each of these nations as the first peoples of this land for thousands of years. We wish to acknowledge our gratitude for the ongoing opportunity to live, work, and build community on this land. It is our collective responsibility to care for each other, to care for these lands, and it is past time to turn reflection into action. We challenge ourselves and everyone here today to commit to one tangible next step to move this work forward. Welcome back to DTAY's community podcast and the second episode of our new season. My name is Martina and I'll be the host of this episode alongside my fellow CYC member, Alexa. On behalf of DTAY and the rest of the CYC, it is our pleasure to welcome Joseph from Joe Apps, one of our recent empowerment sponsors. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I look forward to it. Hi, Joseph. So just to start, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yes. So my name is Joseph Apps and we provide IT support for small businesses. So we do A to Z IT services for small businesses to make sure that they have the technology they need to be successful in their business. That's great. Um, How did you get involved with DTPY? I got involved in DTPY through the Chamber of Commerce. I'd met Shannon through the Chamber of Commerce and I'd learned about DTPY and their initiatives and what they were doing in the communities. And it was really something I wanted to be involved in because I felt as a youth, this is something that was so missed and I didn't have the opportunity or outlet to have that kind of connection community and get with like-minded individuals. And I feel like it would have helped my growth and hitting my head against the wall a little less, hopefully, right? For sure. And why do you support DWU's mission or message? I support it because it stands strong to me. I think youth youth is the power of tomorrow. It's what's really going to shape our future. It's really what's going to help us grow. It's really what's going to take it to that next level. Unfortunately, youth is inheriting a vast amount of problems from all kinds of different things, from the environment to technology to, you know, just ways of living to how life's going to be or how that's going to be shaped, right? So the youth needs all the tools in their power to be able to get through this and this is what I think Dare to Be what uh, DTBY's mission is able to do is empower the youth to be able to have these tools and get to the next outlet that they need to be able to to get to that mission done. Mm, awesome. Um, so this year we'll be hosting our third um, community event summit on November 5th. Um, this year our theme is impact. How have the events that you've uh, attended shaped you as a person you are today? So sorry, all events in general or just the Dare to Be Youth events? My apologies. Just to clarify. Um, I'd say all the events that you've been to. Yeah. Perfect. Pick, like, I always... Perfect. So 
I definitely think events are very useful to be at because whether it's networking or learning about what people have to say or taking in information, I'm going to give you my top event. My top event was definitely a Tony Robbins event. He really brought the power and energy to the room. He really kind of shaped a mission and what needed to be done over the next few months and really gave me that guidance. So I find any any event that you're at that a mentor is trying to kind of shape or help show you or really give you those next level tools is a really useful event to be at. Mm-hmm. So could you give like a short little rundown of what happened at this event? Yeah, for sure. So at the Tony Robbins event, we went out there and we uh, listened to what he had to say about just the change in you, right? Like unleashing the power with inside of you, what the power that you have. So he gave us tools and methodologies to be able to get through to uh, being able to achieve these. He gave us a workout plan and items to be able to follow. And we followed and achieved this to get to the next step. And that was really just unleashing that next level power inside of myself so that I could be a better coach and mentor for my team. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I guess that goes to show like what a good mentor you're or leader you're able to be within your team if you're going to these events and trying to learn about these tools. So good on you. <laughs> I think the power is connection, connecting with the event and just really being there and present and attentive. That's what really helps, right? You got to go to the event really being a full focus so you can take the most out of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just as a follow-up question to that, um, how do you use the experiences, so in particular that event that you intended, as a source of inspiration to create impact as of the present? So what I do is I make sure that it's going to be impactful. So that's the biggest thing because you can go to so many events, you can put in so many different things, and then you get overwhelmed and stuck and then nothing gets done. I think that's the big thing that I've sorted out, right? So what I do is I go and take important information from the events that I can work into my life. So maybe that's a new routine, maybe that's a new hobby, maybe it's something as simple as journaling that I didn't start up to a few years ago, which is a magnificent tool to use. Um, And it's just really working out these little... uh, these little pieces that I gained from the event into it as well. I also go in and looking for exact things that I want to improve. So let's say it's coaching, or let's say it's an idea for the business, or let's say it's just an idea for myself. I really go in and focus on that idea so that I'm able to bring that part back to my life, because these can also be incredibly overwhelming. You're given a bunch of new ideas, different things to do. You want to go implement and be the best version of yourself, but sometimes you're already working on a bunch of different stuff, right? So for me, the best thing to do is slowly chip these new ideas and these new routines into my schedule so that I'm able to have the most success with them. Of course. And I just want to ask, as someone in the technological world, I know that um, inspiration from technology can be both positive and negative sometimes. So what are your thoughts on that? I think it definitely goes both ways, right? I think we're definitely in a very interesting world where the playing ground's been leveled, right? Like you used to get older and you would have more education and that's why there were elders and there were items like that, right? But now there's that even playing ground where you can just go on Google and have the same information that your parents have. And that's really set a fair field. So I think that's an incredibly powerful tool for the youth to use because now they can get caught up on items that would take, you know, maybe years or months or lifetimes or never be able to learn because there's so much access, whether that's three, whether that's through free schooling, free courses, free educational information, free 
seminars, webinars, information like that. Even, you know, going back 10 to 20 years ago, people didn't have this access to information. So that's so powerful. Now, on the flip side to that is because you're always online and connected, you can't get away from things like cyberbullying, like disconnecting from people, like negative thoughts and connotations, or like items that just pop up and are horrible to see because we unfortunately know and it's proven in many studies that social media isn't showing us the nicest things in the world. And it's really not got a lot of uh, laws or rules or regulations about marketing or what's been able to be seen, right? So I think it really does go both ways. You have this really powerful tool in your hand, but it can be used for some really evil things, right? So it's just kind of getting beyond that. And I think the big thing and what we're liking and we're seeing in the governments and organizations around the world is getting better at getting these social media companies to present information better, um, have marketing laws and things like that. There's a reason you can't turn on the TV and see all these uh, infomercials for diet pills or other things that kind of pop up on your social social media like it's normal nowadays, right? So I think there is some help that can be done to the internet as well. But I think the major thing is realizing that there is so much good that can be done, but we overshadow it with negative because we use it to, you know, doom scroll or go through these social media sites that aren't feeding us the best information. So a positive thing can be, you know, using better outlets, right? So learning instead of going through social media on your phone and using your tools more of a power unit than something to kind of get this information that might not be necessarily the best for us. I think you summed that up perfectly. And I think like you said at the end, it's up to the user um, to use their platform in a certain way in order to convey a certain message. That's exactly. And their message can be so powerful. And we don't realize that till we keep creating videos and content. And then even five years later, you see something you created and you didn't think it picked up and it gains traction. So digital footprint is also a really important thing because what you put out there is out there forever. And that's one thing we're finding now with the generation of parents coming in and posting, you know, their really young children online and stuff like that, which can't consent to being posted online. You know what I mean? Years later and stuff like that, it becomes another interest interesting dynamic with that generation as well, right? And how does that look going forward? And how do we protect our children's information and youth as well, right? So it's really that extra format as well of the youth of tomorrow too, right? Mm -hmm, for sure. Pass it off to Martina now. <laughs> yeah, so that was um, very interesting commentary on the um, impact of technology. And I wanted to ask a question regarding that as well. So, um, Joe, you mentioned how the government can improve social media. Do you have any ideas of how the government can gear social media or can improve it so it has a more positive impact on the audience or is it just more individual based? on how yeah, I, I do think that is kind of a double layered one too because you can obviously tailor some of your social feeds not all of them to things that you see right we know that Facebook and Instagram don't do a good job of that they really see what they want you to see right um but you you can do that. I do think it's a little bit of a layered problem approach, right? Because on TVs and stuff, you can't see all these ads for these horrible things or things that just don't make you feel good about yourself or yourself as a person. Or there's all these warning labels too, right? Like, hey, there's this pillow, but you're going to have this, 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 and this symptom. So I think the government regulating it did with advertising, TV, and marketing is a really good sense to go to. Now, I do think we're in a problem where we have the Bill C-31, right? And the access to information now, Canadian 
Canadian news is not going to be shared on the websites. I think that's a kind of whole other problem in itself, right? How do we get Canadians access to information while not having lots of money drain out of the economy, but still having the right news given to them, right? So there's a bunch of problems we're seeing uptick through social media and the government and really trying to get control. But the shame is it's been left an awful long time now. So the social media companies have the money and the power and the lobbying power to kind of get around a lot of this stuff and work their way through. But my biggest thing and what I've uh, lobbied for for years and years and years and talked to MPs and stuff about is some kind of marketing regulations like the TVs or the radios or the other places we get our information around the world have so that people are given proper information and the right form of advertising. Mm -hmm. I see. Um, Okay, so now to like gear back to (laughs) um, our (laughs) interview questions. So in your opinion, what is the importance of impacting the lives of young people? So in my opinion, the importance of impacting the lives of young people is to give them the power and the tools of what they need to make the next differences we need in the world. As I said before, there are so many problems that are coming up, right? And the youth need the power to be able to access these tools and resources to get the solutions we need to provide a bright future for the world, you know, beyond the next generation, the next generation, the next generation, and starting to think, you know, that seven generations ahead, not just the generation in front of us. Mm-hmm. That was great. And so our last question is, how could you have benefited from having more mentorship and support as a young person yourself? How I could have benefited was definitely not making as many mistakes, right? As a young business owner, as a young entrepreneur, just as a young person, you hit your head a lot, you make mistakes, there's not a guidebook on how to, you know, be youth, how to be, you know, a person, how do you do all that kind of fun stuff that we learn and bang our heads on as we grow into our personalities, as we grow into who we are, as we grow into the person we want to be, right? So I think having someone that can give you that guidance from real life experiences is so, so valuable because it just helps you to get ahead. It helps you to know. It helps you to have that second opinion. It helps you have someone to ask questions. It helps you have someone to go to when you're afraid of just that big world that's outside that now you have so much access to because you can pick up your phone and see everything and just really get that perspective on where you need to be, what you're doing as a person, and what that what you're doing is right. For sure. And I know as myself, as a young person, I'm already seeing the changes I'm making this summer and sort of weaning off of the technology and being present in the moment and everything and realizing that there is much more than what's on the phone and what's on the apps and what I'm scrolling through. But for sure, that's so important. Martin, did you have anything to add before we conclude? Um, No. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I think my dog did have (laughs) (laughs) it's seen the pup had something to input there. (laughs) Yeah. Just a bit too aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Joseph. That concludes this episode of Dare to Be You's community podcast. On behalf of the rest of the CYC and Dare to Be You, I would like to thank you for investing in youth and creating impact in your community. If you're interested in becoming a change partner like Joseph, head to our website to learn about the different ways that you can join our movement. It takes a village to support and empower the leaders of tomorrow, and we can't make an impact alone, so we appreciate everyone in the community who steps up to support us.